Yeah, you know what that music means. It means it's time for another player interview. I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry. This is the WCHL Podcast. Let's get right to it. We're going to have Anita Suchia talking to University of Arizona forward Brody Selman. Here we go. Welcome to the WCHL Podcast, everyone. I'm Anita Suchia, and joining me today is Brody Selman, Center for the University of Arizona Wildcats, ACHA men's B1 hockey team. So we're going to have a chat today about all things hockey and maybe some other stuff too. Uh, Last year, Brody spent his first season at Arizona and he finished the season leading the Wildcats in points and goals. And he was elected to the WCHL all-rookie team. This season, Brody was named one of the Wildcats alternate captains and he's currently ranked third on the team. He's got eight goals, five assists for 13 points in 15 games played. So hi, Brody. Thanks for letting me interrupt your uh, your winter break to have this little chat. No worries. Thanks for having me. So are you in Tucson? No, I'm actually back in uh, my hometown, Mawa, New Jersey. I've been here for about a week now. It's been nice uh, getting to be back with the family and, and uh, seeing the dogs. So I always miss them at home at oh, school. Oh, yeah, yeah. What kind of dogs have you got? I have a dog which I who I got in Tucson actually. He's a husky shepherd mix. His name's Thor. He lived with me last year in the apartment. So that was fun raising a little guy in the apartments. Uh-huh. And then we have uh, a rescue. His name's Gunner and then a little uh, a little 11 pound dog named Blue. Oh wow. Wow, lots of dogs. Yeah, so it must be nice to be able to take a little time and visit the family. What's the weather like out there in Mawa, New Jersey? It's been cold. Um I you guys had like, a pretty heavy storm, like right right before Christmas, right? Yes, a uh, lot of ice, a lot of snow, so uh, wasn't fun shoveling. Yeah, I'll bet. Um, quite a different uh, climate than uh, probably they're having in Tucson this week, right? Right, I'm sure it's a nice uh, 60 degrees back at school. <laughs> well, hey, let's uh, let's talk about uh, your season here at Arizona. Arizona's doing pretty well right now. I think you guys are sitting pretty. Um, Right before the break, uh, it looks like you were ranked 13th in the ACHA men's one overall. Your record's 10, 4, and 3. Uh, you had an eight-game winning streak, right, heading into the break. I think the last time you lost was, like, October. So pretty good season, yeah? Yeah, um, it's been great. We got a great group of guys, um, top to bottom. Everyone, you know, contributes every night. Um, and, uh, you know, Coach Berman leads the way and he does a great job getting us prepared each week for our opponents yeah so describe what it's like like what kind of what kind of coach is uh head coach chad berman what's he like to play for um coach is a player's coach um you know he prepares us monday through thursday we do film we do workouts um practices are always intense he just does a really good job of uh preparing us for whoever we're playing next and then for those of us who aren't you know, hockey people. Chris makes this joke all the time. He's not a hockey guy. Help help people understand what a player's coach is. Because because when I think of it, it's like it's the opposite of a guy who's basically just barking out orders. That's the different kind of coach. Right. Um, I mean, it's his doors open all the time. Uh, you can go in there and talk to him about hockey or you can just talk to him about anything. Just a really personable um, person. And uh, it's awesome to play for a coach like him. Right. Well, and that's got to be nice, too, because, for example, you're pretty far away from home. 
So it's kind of nice, right? Having a friendly figure that you can just walk in and say, hey, coach, you know, uh, can I talk to you for a second? You know, just when you don't really have, you know, friends or family out there at college with you. Well, you have friends now from school, but. Right, right. No, it's always good, though, just, you know, talking about anything. Great. So, so how did you end up? Because, because I, I kind of looked up your junior record uh, in elite prospects and pretty much aside from one season in Omaha, you've pretty much stick to playing in New Jersey, right? So how, how did you end up all the way out there in Tucson in the desert? Yeah. Um, funny. Um, both my uncle and um, my uncle and aunt actually met in Tucson. They both graduated from Tucson, Arizona at the university. And um, I was playing juniors and, you know, I had a, had a lot of schools on the East coast, but they were smaller schools and, you know, they didn't really um, excite me. And then, you know, I kind of um, got in contact with coach at university of Arizona. And um, I think from there, our first conversation, I knew I wanted to play for him and I went out and visited with my dad. And the second I stepped on campus, I fell in love. I mean, what's not to love. You get to go to class and flip flops and pass palm trees every day. So it's always, uh, you know, it's um, I'm truly blessed to go to a great school and uh, just the people and the community is awesome. Right. Well, and yeah, we've heard from a couple of kids who like grew up in the Midwest or right from Canada. So saying, yeah, there's nothing that beats like being able to golf in January. <laughs> yeah. A lot of my teammates golf. I'm not, I'm not the best golfer. Um, I don't get invited because I, they know I'm not too great, but I hear a lot <laughs> of stories in the locker room. So what else do you what else do you like to do there since you're, it's like you're not snowbound out and when you're in Tucson when you're not playing hockey and studying of course we know you're studying. Um, yeah, I mean honestly, there's a lot to do. Um, a lot of hiking trails. Uh, Tucson's a great city. Um, I mean, me personally, um, I uh, play piano and I just started picking up the guitar, so I've been pretty busy uh, trying to play guitar. Um, unfortunately, I don't have a keyboard with me at school. It would take up a lot of room. In my house, so I, I I got a guitar, and that's been keeping me busy for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I guess I mean if you actually want regular full size keys, even if it's an electronic keyboard, it's pretty wide. Yeah, yeah. Like if I you want the that... one that has the full full range of octaves too, right? That isn't right. just like you know two octaves wide. Right. I don't think the roommates would be too happy with a big <laughs> no. piano in the living They'd room. They'd be complaining about it all the time. So, how long have you been playing piano? Uh, piano, I've been playing since senior year. So out in Omaha, I um, actually took a music class uh, my senior year and um, fell in love with piano and has been playing since. So, um, what kind, any of, chance what kind I, of music do you like to play? Honestly, all of it. Um, I love, I would, I would say um, I, I kind of like playing country songs on the piano. It's been fun. Oh, okay. Okay. How about ragtime i'm kind of fond of ragtime on the piano yeah no i i don't know uh not too too not too um mostly country actually the first song i ever learned on piano was shallows from stars born um i don't know oh. if you've ever seen that movie a stars born yeah i can't remember the song so if you were playing to me i'd probably remember it but i don't remember the titles very well Gotcha. But, uh, I'll have to play it one day. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. And then you're learning to play the guitar. So what style of guitar are you learning to play? Right now I'm learning the acoustic guitar. Okay. So more strumming, less picking. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So is it 
hard to pick up because it's kind of different from right from playing the piano the first week was tough um i think once i trained my um fingers and hand placement i mean a lot music is music you know music theory is very similar so i i I picked it up pretty pretty smooth um after i got the uh, chords and and um all the strumming patterns down right well and a guitar is certainly more portable than a piano exactly (laughs) yeah sounds well sounds very cool so you said you also like to go hike hiking have you been to the grand canyon yet i have not um it's on my bucket list though that's for sure right how about like taking a river raft trip down the canyon i've never done that that sounds exciting have you uh, I haven't, but it's 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 a big river. Like I don't know what the drought situation is like, but it's like you got to go with a commercial crew because it's like these are big rafts, and everybody is like, I think they're, I don't know if they're tied in. They're you know definitely wearing their flotation gear, but this is a big river. This is not like you just kind of go down there and like paddle on your inner tube kind of thing. But I hear it's 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 pretty exciting and pretty fun. Yeah, I have to uh, I have to look into it and maybe bring some of the boys with me. Yeah, because I mean Tucson's close, right? Um, I mean we're we're not as close as you'd think. Um, we're about two hours from um, Phoenix. Oh, okay. So that is a little bit far away. You know, I grew up in the West, and I still I still am amazed at how far everything far away everything is. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, East Coast. Uh, I mean, I'm from New Jersey. It's a small state, so I can go top to bottom within three hours but arizona's a little different well and and you know i was just kind of looking up mawa because this is mawa it's like that's an unusual name and it's a pretty small town right yeah in in northern new jersey yeah actually um it's crazy to think we're actually one of the bigger towns in my county Um, really wow yeah um i mean i'm not quite sure i mean my high school um our graduating class was probably uh like 300 kids okay okay yeah yeah and like what is mawa like famous for anything or is there like any sort of like i don't know historical landmarks or anything in mawa so actually so the thunderbird um henry ford actually had a big warehouse um for his cars here so that's what our um high school mascot is we're the thunderbirds oh so like the jan and dean 1950s 1960s thunderbird or the great big ones the the ford thunderbirds okay the The t-birds okay 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 wow is there like a can you go and see them can you go and look at the cars and stuff in the warehouse um no they're not here anymore oh darn it so um yeah so i mean that's your arizona connection it's like Looks, sounds like your parents are alumni and it sounds like it's been a good fit for you. Um, I mean, like I said, you guys are doing well this season when, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I kind of had to like look this stuff up and it's hard sometimes to, to look back a, a little, not quite a year ago, but Arizona, you finished the season last year, ranked a little bit lower than you are now. And, and if I look at it, you just missed the cutoff, right? To get to nationals last year. No, we were ranked 16th and we got to go to nationals. Oh, you did go to nationals. Unfortunately, we lost our first game. So um, right. it was a it was a quick trip, but overall, it was a great experience for 
us younger guys, and uh, we uh, we now know what it takes to win and, and advance in that tournament. Right. Who did you play in that first game? We played uh, University of Michigan Dearborn. Okay. Okay. And yeah, I mean, you feel like, so uh, you said you learned from that experience. What do you think is the difference between last year's team and this year's team? I would say overall, top to bottom, uh, we're a lot more deeper um, and everyone's buying in this year. Um, I think this year, especially a lot of our new guys and even our returners, um, we're just all very hungry and we're excited for uh, the second half and to prove to the league and everyone that, you know, we're here and we're here to make a statement. Right. Well, and 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 you guys who have been here, been at Nationals last year, had you know, at least got that experience you can kind of help them, you know, like understand what it's like, like, you know, just cause you got there, that's like, you just start the hard part. Right. Exactly. I think overall, I mean, our best bet is just, you know, keep climbing the rankings that way. Um, you know, it comes down to more rest and uh, playing less games down at the end of the uh, tournament. Right. Right. And, and I mean, just kind of looking at your schedule, you looked pretty, you look like you guys are in pretty good shape for that second half, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, there's no easy games in, in the ACHA. Every game, um, it's it's going to be a playoff game. I know we open up against UNLV the right. second uh, half of the season. We're all excited for that, and it's going to be a good game. And I think we're going to prove a, lo- a lot of people that um, you know we're here and uh, we're a great team. And you know, I think um, the WCHL is a great league. Like I said, every team's great. So those are two big league games that we need to win as well. Right. And and you're going to make Chris very happy when he hears this. And and I, I agree with him. I mean, I, I've had been around sports for a long time and it, it really matters how strong the competition is in your home league. You know, it really, it really is important to have, you know, tough competition in home league because otherwise you know, you get through the season thinking you're winners, you get to nationals and get your butt kicked. Right. And it's like, Oh, it's kind of a wake up call and you're not expecting it. Right. Um, and you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, somebody has got to go home, but it, it really does matter. And I think Chris has told me he really encourages teams to try and play tough teams outside of your conference as well. Right. Just so that you're ready when you get to nationals. Are you guys going out of conference and playing any out of conference games in the second half? Yeah. So uh, first half we went out to Michigan, we played Michigan Dearborn. We played played Adrian as well. So that was just a great overall experience um, playing those teams, just seeing, um, you know, hockey out in the, in Michigan. Um, My older brother actually played at the university of Michigan. So he came out along with a couple of my um, other brothers. So it was great to have them there too, as well. I've heard Yost, arena is like hockey heaven yeah it's uh um, it's probably the coolest arena that i've ever gone to watch a hockey game in what makes it what makes it so cool so the bleachers there i mean the structure of the building is the same from when they first built it and the bleachers you're almost over the ice watching the game which is super cool oh okay so the seats aren't down at ice level they're all you're almost kind of looking down into like a bowl right Okay, and those get loud. Those sorts yeah, of really loud. get loud. And I imagine, right? It's Michigan. It must be packed for a, a Michigan game. Yeah, they're they're always packed. And how'd you do against Michigan and Adrian? Um, we split 
with Dearborn. Um, we beat them the first game, then we lost in overtime the second, and then we lost to Adrian um, okay. the third game. So we did three games in three days, which is also tough, but it also is going to prepare us for the national tournament in March. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, because you're not going to get a lot of breaks once you get to nationals. So that sounds it sounds great. And then the second half, are you going to pretty much stay in conference then? Second half, yeah, we're more in conference. Okay. All right. And again, like you said, it's still it's not going to get any easier. I mean, you're going to have to face UNLV. Um, do you guys play uh, UCO this this season? No, Central? I think we pl- no we we don't play them. We play uh, Missouri State, and we got ASU a couple more times. Right. Both, well, in Arizona, very- Arizona State's always got to be an exciting game, right? Always, always. So yeah, in Missouri State, uh, and you're gonna are you gonna have to go out to Springfield to play Missouri State, or are they coming coming to? They're Arizona? coming to us. Okay, okay, all right. So um, it sounds like I said it sounds like you guys are poised. It sounds like it was a great learning experience, and uh, yeah, it is unfortunate, you know, if you you have to like bow out early, but that's kind of the chance you take, right? And if you if you can like get higher up. It's, you know, it's a blast. It's like, this is what you play for all season, right? This is your reward. Right, exactly. Have you ever been to that uh, that Boston arena? I think it's the New England Sports Complex or something. Yeah, I actually grew up playing there. I, I, I call it my second home rink. Um, my oh. twin and I were there um, every other weekend, I think, since we were probably 12 years old. So I love that rink. Go ahead. I love that rank. I mean, there's, I think there's, there was eight sheets when I was there growing up. I'm sure there's probably way more now. Um, but just going back there always brings back great memories of being with my teammates and winning hockey games. Well, and, and your family will get to come visit and get to come watch, right? Yeah. It's only like, it's probably about a four hour drive. And actually my twin goes to school at the university of New Hampshire. So he's only an hour from there. So I'm sure he'll come down with all of his buddies. Oh, that'll be fun. And you have a twin brother who also plays hockey? He did play hockey. He actually, unfortunately, tore both of his hip labrums his senior oh, year. Yeah. He a goalie? He was, he was a goalie. Okay. So the thing is, is, that's kind of unusual for a skater, but it doesn't, it does, it makes perfect sense if he's a goalie going down all the time. Oh, that's too bad. Being a goalie is a, it's a tough job. Yeah, it's tough. I, it's funny, though. I'm always great friends with the goalies just because my twin. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, I'm sure they appreciate it when you score a few goals for them. So, like, you can, like, right, they don't have to, like, feel that the pressure's all on them. Right. So, um, so I'm kind of curious. I mean, you were pretty successful in your juniors, kind of looking at, like, the teams you've been on, right? Looks like uh, since you were, since your, you know, 16 and under days, you made it to playoffs, looks like, uh, four times. And... Oh, sorry. Three times. And I'm kind of curious. Did you look at any of you said you only saw you only had kind of opportunities at small colleges. Did you look at any NCAA programs? Yeah, uh, most of the colleges um, on the East Coast were um, Division three NCAA programs. But uh, honestly, like I said, none of them really caught my eye. None of them really excited me as much as Arizona. I think when I was talking to Coach Berman, it's just you have such a big opportunity not only hockey-wise, but there's such a strong community. We play in front of 4,000 fans a game, and, you know, giving a kid a puck makes their day, and, you know, that makes our day too. 
um, it's, I mean, when you put on the Jersey, it's just so much bigger than yourself, which I love. Right. Right. And I, and I've seen, you guys have an excellent broadcast and I've seen it. Uh, your play by play guy is pretty good. And I can see how, how filled, right. How crowded the stands are. It looks like a great place to play. It's the best, best atmosphere. And, uh, and what would you say is your second favorite ice, you know, your second favorite rink? If you're, if it's not your home rink and the WCHL or just yeah. in general, well, sure. In general, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, honestly, I think my, my second favorite rink in the WCHL would probably be, um, I, I like Utah's honestly, the, the big bowl there, it's an Olympic sheet. So there's more ice. So you like to skate then. Yeah, that's a big part of my game. Yep. Okay. Um, and then you you said you've played a lot at the the New England one, um, and I've heard that too. It's got like eight sheets or something, and like everything is like kind of right there. But it's because there's so many rinks, right? It's kind of like a long walk to get to places. Yeah, I've I've actually gotten lost to going to a game there. I was late <laughs> for a. I had a summer. I had a summer showcase game and. I um, was late to the game. There was traffic because I had come from school. Um, and, yeah, I was rushing around and I couldn't find the rink because it was so big. Right, right, right. And, of course, you start to panic, right, because you can feel the clock ticking down. You're like, great, right. I'm going to be late for the game. So um, you've heard of this uh, World Cup of University Hockey, right, the international games yes. that are going to be happening in Romania. Do you know anybody? Who's going to try and play for the for the team? Um, I don't know. Um, there's been talks, obviously, um, about you know in the locker room with other kids in the league. It just seems like a great um, opportunity, and for those kids to you know put on a USA jersey or Canada jersey, um, it's probably one of the coolest experiences you can have. Yeah, the um, Central Oklahoma broadcaster who played for the Broncos said the same similar thing like just the opportunity to wear your country's jersey right represent your country is just he said would be just tremendous um but you know we i've chris has talked about it and we've talked about it you know the the trouble is is that like everything else you gotta you gotta pay for your trip and not everybody has that kind of money laying around right exactly um i mean on the other side like it is a once in a lifetime opportunity so i mean if kids are selected, you know, I hope, I hope they get the opportunity to go and represent their country. Yeah. I hope so too. Or maybe, you know, maybe some sponsorship will kick in or something, right. That would be pretty yeah, cool. You never know. That'd be awesome. So, yeah. So anyway, um, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing how that turns out. It'll be kind of fun to see who ends up going right from the ACHA. Um, so, one of the things I was wondering is like, we talked about your new music. I was going to ask you if you had any hidden talents, but I think you already, you already revealed that you, you play music. Do you read music as well? Or are you just going by, by ear? Um, mostly by ear. I had a, I went to a couple um, music lessons and you know they would just teach me the chords mostly. So just a lot of chord pr progression and practicing them. Do you, do you, well, so if you don't read music, I mean, so you don't really, you're not really composing any songs either. No, no, no. I'm not okay. that good. <laughs> well, you know, you got to start somewhere. 
So aside from uh, New Jersey and Tucson, have you traveled around anywhere? Uh, this past summer, I went to Israel, which was super cool. Whoa, um, very cool. Yeah, my teammate and I got to play in the Maccabee games and, and play for Team USA. We were there for, uh, let's see, we were there for almost about a month. Um, wow. It was great, great experience, great opportunity. But yeah, that's probably, that's the only place I've been um, besides the United States, anywhere exciting. So you got, I mean, if you were there for a month, you must have got a chance to kind of sightsee around. What was, what was like some of the cool stuff you got to see? just the the country itself is just super cool just the you know religion started there and um it's the mecca of religion uh, i would say just the architecture just you you go there and it blew my mind just seeing these buildings it was super super fascinating to see right i know we're we're such a new country like stuff in new england is old for us right out in the west and then you go to europe and and or the middle east or asia and you go oh yeah our stuff isn't that old <laughs> right very cool that's very cool and you don't speak hebrew though no no okay but i i i'm guessing right that when i've met someone from israel and israeli they typically speak english pretty well yeah they most of them do speak english actually i think honestly all of them spoke english okay yeah, that was my impression. Like I said, when I've met anyone from Israel, um, it's very cool. Well, so if you could travel, let's say you win the lottery, you could travel anywhere in the world. Where would you go? Honestly, this is going to come as a shock, but I've always wanted to go to Norway. I just think it seems so cool. What about it that seems so cool? The the northern lights are there, so I've always wanted to see them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be very cool. I've always thought it would be cool to like kind of take a like a ship that kind of goes along the coast into the fjords and stuff and kind of explores those those fjords along the coast. Yeah, that I've heard those are those places are amazing. Yeah, I mean the pictures it looks like the mountain just goes right into the water, right? Like there's no yeah. beach or anything. It's just like mountain then ocean. That sounds like that sounds like it'd be a fun trip. That sounds like it'd be a fun trip. And the Northern Lights. I have I have seen the Northern Lights. I lived, years ago, I lived in Seattle. And we had one of those rare evenings where the Northern Lights came, dipped down far enough we could see them. And it really was the weirdest thing ever. Like, you kind of stare at it for a minute going, is that real? Right. Yeah, I'm <laughs> and, sure it was super, super cool to see Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It didn't last very long, but I felt pretty lucky because it was pretty amazing. Yeah, me, I was, me and a friend, we're both looking at each other. Are you seeing that? <laughs> Are you seeing that? It was just kind of wild. So um, let me see. I'm going to ask you. Oh, here's here's my here's my here's my uh, my question. I was kind of wondering. You talked about your family. How many siblings have you got? Do they all play hockey? Yeah. So I have. Um, I've got a twin brother. Um, he he played goalie. I got an older brother, Justin, who played at the University of Michigan. Right. He played. Uh, he was in the St. Louis Blues organization. Oh, really? And then I got yes. How and far did he I, go up along the ladder? Um, he he got to play um a preseason game for the Blues. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he actually had to stop playing because of too many concussions. Oh, yeah, those can be pretty serious. And then I have a younger brother who's twenty. He goes to the University of Michigan. Um, he used to play hockey as well. And then I got a um, little sister, Sydney, who's a senior in high school. So uh, she's going to be deciding on where she goes to school next. Um, 
I'm trying to get her to go to Arizona, but I think she's uh, probably going to go to Michigan. So, she going to play hockey? No, she doesn't play hockey. Oh, okay. All right. Does she do some other sport? Um, no, she was big into um, theater when she was younger. We actually tried to get her into hockey, and I think it lasted about five minutes. So <laughs> when she put the gear on, I think she she was over it. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't know too many theater hockey playing theater people. No. Does she sing? Um, no, she she actually she played volleyball in high school. Um, so she just finished up her season. She she thinks she's gonna try and stick with theater though when she when she gets to school. No, no, I think um she's actually big into like graphic design, so I think she wants to pursue, pursue that in college. Oh, speaking of that, what what uh what are you studying? Um, I'm doing a I'm doing pre law right now and a sports management minor. Okay, so you thinking of going into like sports representation, player representation? Hopefully, yeah. Um. As of now, like sports and entertainment law, um, my plan is to try and go to law school after college. So we'll see how um, how that unfolds. So that's kind of the way it goes these days, right? You pretty much have to get your degree in law, right, to really be a successful sports agent, right? You can't just, you know, kind of like the good old days, maybe your parents remember it's like you could just hang a shingle and say, okay, I'm, I'm here to represent you. But nowadays it seems like, you really do have to understand the law. Yeah, it's it's important. What is it you think that makes that kind of law different from, say, like, you know, the other guy in your class who's going to end up being a court clerk or something? I just think it's just a totally different, um, you know, it's sports and entertainment law. So you're representing someone. There's um, contracts involved and um, branding, license, licensing, um that you have to go through as well if you're going to represent an athlete there's a lot of different things so i think that's what intrigues me the most and um you know i i think for me um just kind of seeing these different athletes and maybe building a a big and um you know building a big profile for these athletes and helping them um, achieve their goals off the ice um, i think would be super cool make sure that when they retire they actually have a nest egg and they don't spend it all Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Estate. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of interesting because it strikes me that you got to be a little bit of an estate planner. You got to be a little bit of a negotiator. You also have to be good at contracts. You also have to be good at insurance. I mean, you kind of have to be like, right, wear many hats, right? You don't just right. get to go and focus on, say, like, I don't know, patents or something. Right. You got to be a, like a Swiss Army knife. Right, right, right. But you also have to be pretty sociable, right? Because you're going to be shaking a lot of hands. You don't get to just, right deal like focus on the paperwork you've actually got to deal with a lot of different kinds of personalities and stuff right right it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun yeah that's the plan so we'll see what uh kind of inspired you to want to do that um honestly i've just always been interested in it um my uh my my family is actually in the automobile industry i've had a few um uncles who who've studied law but they were in a not sports and entertainment law um and i've talked to them about sports and entertainment law when i was um you know 16 17 years old and it's always intrigued me yeah well you know you got a pretty big uh sports agency out there in uh i think it's in maine right octagon yeah they're all over now um they're i mean anywhere any any major city you go to there's there's 
a huge um, firm. Right, right, right. So sounds like, I mean, you got to get through a few classes first and then you're going to have to go to law school. Um, are you thinking that you'd like to stay in Arizona, go to law school? Or are you thinking you'd like to maybe try another city if you get to that point? It all depends. I think for me, um, a huge thing in life for me is just not to, not to live in the moment and don't look too far ahead. So for now, I'm just going to enjoy my time at Arizona and see where that takes me. That sounds that sounds very wise or very smart. Anyway, you have plenty of time to lock yourself into a career and, you know, might as well, just like you said, try to enjoy your experiences you've got now. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. So, yeah, I would just uh, the connection went out for a sec. Oh, OK. Yeah, I was thinking I said, I think I lost him. Um, yeah. So we're I mean, we're almost done. I'm going to ask you uh, I'm going to ask you like uh, uh, a rapid fire question. All right. So Sounds your apartment good. just caught on fire, right? Your apartment's on fire. Quick. What is the one thing you grab before you run out the door? Hurry, hurry. It's burning. <laughs> I, my, I don't know. Maybe my phone so I can call for help. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, uh, thanks again for, for your time. I mean, it sounds like, you know, you got a, a nice, nice situation there. It sounds like, you know, you're in a good program. I too have heard good things about head coach Berman. Um, I think he's done a good job at Arizona and, you know, I, I wish you guys all the best of luck, um, you know, and, and thanks for, you know, sharing some of your time with us uh, on this little goofy little podcast. Um, and uh, any shout outs you want to give before we, uh, before we sign off, anyone you want to say hello to? Um, just you know, say hi to my teammates. Uh, can't wait to, uh, you know, go on a run here the second semester. Yeah, sounds like a good deal. All right. Thanks again. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, hey, how about that? That was pretty interesting. Listen, we want to thank uh, Brody Selman, first and foremost, from the University of Arizona for taking time out of his uh, holiday break to speak with us here on the WCHL podcast. We want to thank Coach Chad Berman from the University of Arizona for setting that up and making Brody available. Well, I want to thank Anita. How about Anita, huh? Asking some tough questions there, finding out a little bit more about Brody and his, uh, you know, playing guitar and, you know, learning the, knowing how to play the piano and going to become a, a lawyer. Boy, you know, if I was there, I would have advised him not to go to law school, but hey, what the heck do I know? We also want to thank you, uh, the listener, for tuning in here to the WCHL podcast and for your continued support of the WCHL for your continued support of the ACHA, for your continued support of these student-athletes who don't get the credit that they deserve. So um, I, I know it's not much. Um, it's, you know, this podcast for sure isn't much. But your support means an awful lot to, to these guys. So we want to thank you. Um, you know, it, I'm sure they'll thank you in person. But I, you know, on, on their behalf, let, let me be um, presumptuous and just say thank you. Uh, for your continued support of the ACHA and your continued support of the Western Collegiate Hockey League. So, hey, with that in mind, 2023 is right around the corner. Let's get after it. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of one another. And uh, games are going to be here before we know it. Let's get after it. <laughs>